0: Community is important to everyone no matter where you live across the great state of Minnesota. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is an engaged and socially responsible cooperative that values the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Affinity Plus works hard to give back in a variety of ways, both through financial advice and products and also through volunteering, sponsorships, and charitable giving. Members know and trust that as a credit union, a local not-for-profit financial cooperative, Affinity Plus has their best interests at heart. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter and see for yourself how Affinity Plus is different. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today we are gonna talk uh, with a couple of guests actually. We have Brainerd Mayor Dave Badeau with us, as well as Paul Scogan, who is a committee member for the uh, Brainerd Water Tower uh, Committee. They are uh, working hard to preserve the water tower. And first of all, Paul and Dave, welcome to Community Focus.
2: Good morning, and thank you for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.
1: So um, before this whole pandemic started, we had gotten word that there was a committee being put together to try and preserve the historic water tower here in Brainerd. Uh, and I haven't heard much since then. Obviously, the pandemic has taken up a lot of the news headlines. But, gentlemen, uh, bring us up to speed on what's going on and where we are right now.
2: Well, uh, again, thank you for having us on. This is Paul. Uh, we started the committee here about a year and a half ago. And as part of the the committee, we are here to, to bring community focus to preservation of the water tower and working with the Minnesota Historical Society on the preservation of the tower. And while doing that, we did receive a grant from the Minnesota Historical Society. Uh, last December of 2019, they awarded us the grant. It was a $25,700 $25, from the Historical Society. And 12500 from the city of Brainerd. So that was a total of $36,200. Wow. And as part of that, we're working, the grant was awarded to us for a set of plans to preserve the water tower. And as part of that planning is to put a roof structure back on that water tower. We're working with Mike Lovato, who is the senior historical architect for LHB. Mm-hmm. And he was on site yesterday, Oh. and we saw it was our first of many site visits, and uh, things went really well. I met with Mike yesterday. He toured the tower, went up in the bowl of the tower, and he noticed that the tower was well,
0: <laughs> well-aged. well Well-aged, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, he said, uh, for its age and the amount of or- lack of maintenance, the tower is really holding up well. Most of the problem, obviously, is up in the bowl, Mm -hmm. and that's where we're trying to raise enough money and public awareness to put a roof back on that structure to help preserve that bowl structure for many, many, many years to come.
0: Paul, how old is the tower? Do you know?
2: The tower was first constructed in the summer of 1919. Wow and it was completed or signed off by the city engineer of December of 1920. So it's a hundred years old
0: Hundred years. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. And
3: and what we found out in in our work here is that uh, in 1974, when there was the first push to save the water tower, they ended up taking the roof off of it. The roof was initially a a concrete dome roof Mm -hmm. and it had deteriorated. So what they had thought was, well, we'll take that off. It'll alleviate some of the stress on the structure but what we're finding is that's actually causing the the damage that you're seeing now. Mm-hmm. Really there, there isn't uh, to the tower itself there's not a lot of structural damage. The the tower uh, up to the bowl is extremely sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once you get up to that bowl it's it's basically been a cup since 1974 it's been catching the water and then draining it down um almost like a gutter system. It's in, it's very interesting how they set that up. Uh but what's happening is water's getting into the concrete on the inside and then freezing and thawing over the winters. Mm-hmm. And so that stucco you're seeing that's falling off on the outside, that's evidence of the water getting in behind it. And so it's it's imperative that uh, we get that roof back on there.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Now, um, has there been an estimate to what the total cost will be, or is that the process you're kind of going through now?
2: That's, that's the The process we're going through right now is – part of that is to get a set of plans and a an estimate of what the cost will, will be let's and then once we get that we can send that out for bids to local contractors and hopefully that gives us a uh, a monetary fund for
3: us to shoot for to raise funds for as well mhm yeah so we're we're not 100% aware of what it is but now that we've you know we've figured out what the problem is um, you know, now it's, it's really honing in on that. And that's, that grant from the Minnesota Historical Society is specifically for that, specifically to get us plans to take that out for bidding.
1: Okay. Yeah, and um, if, if we do nothing at all, eventually this water tower would have to come down, wouldn't it?
3: Correct. Yeah, what will end up happening is the bowl itself, That at some point it's going to crack, and when that happens, it, then it's it's a done deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, the tower itself is very structurally sound, um, but eventually, that if we don't put a roof on it, that bowl is going to crack.
0: Yeah, we don't want that. No, yeah. no,
3: <laughs> that yeah. is not good.
0: So, what can our listeners do at this point to help with this process, if uh, there's anything?
3: Absolutely. So we're, we're as a committee, currently uh, in the process of forming a 501c3 nonprofit, mm, okay. and the goal with that is to uh, do two things. One, have a plan moving forward for long-term maintenance. Obviously, you know, the goal isn't just to put a roof on it, the goal is to preserve it in, in perpetuity. Um, and so that will also open up some other funding options for us. But right now, if people are interested, you can go on our social media stuff, either on Facebook or on uh, Instagram. And uh, take a look at some of the information we have there. We've got some good stuff about the history of it, about uh, the construction, which is fascinating. Um, I don't think people realize that, you know, you you weren't pulling up there with a with a back end cement truck and dumping cement. You were wheelbarrowing stuff and pulling it up uh, a pulley system. It's it's an, uh, a fascinating uh, set of pictures to take a look at. Wow. Um, but you can also visit us at our website, which is brainardwatertower.com, and there's some uh, opportunities for donation there and we just uh learned that uh starting hopefully sometime next week uh visit Brainerd I don't know if you guys have been to their their new shop downtown Brainerd Mm -mm, no so they've got this beautiful little store now with all these little trinkets and and Brainerd related stuff stuff with Paul Bunyan it's it's amazing the the stuff they got in there is so so cool uh and they're going to give us a little spot in there to offer some of our stuff. We've got keychains and, and shirts and cribbage boards and stuff like that that people can purchase to help uh, fund some of this process.
0: Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So where is that shop?
3: So it's right downtown Brainerd. It's, <laughs> uh, I believe, right next door to Fancy Pants Chocolates. Well, that's mm. convenient. Yeah. <laughs> For you. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and one thing your listeners may or may not know is this is the first above Brown concrete water tower in the nation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was really? gonna I, I was gonna ask about that because it seems to me this uh structure is pretty unique, isn't it? The way it's set up almost like a castle turret, if yep. you will.
3: Yes. Yeah, what we found is that uh, there are three uh structures that are, are were built were designed by the same uh engineer, the same architect. Uh his name was uh, LP Wolf. And so there's the one here in Brainerd. Then there's the one that a lot of people know of, which is down at Pipestone, which is uh, basically the same as Brainerd, only twice as uh, twice as much water capacity. Mm. And then he actually built one in uh, Mankato, Rochester, Rochester. I'm sorry, you are right. It's Rochester in Rochester, um, by the Mayo Clinic on Pill Hill, and that one's kind of cool because if you look at it, you can kind of if you line them up, you can see. His process. The mm-hmm. Brainerd one was the first one. And then he kind of changed a few things, and then the one down in Rochester is uh, kind of his, uh, you know, perfection of the of the setup. His There's final masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: So very interesting. So really, what we're saying is, this uh, particular design uh, was the first of its kind mm-hmm. in the United States. That's that. amazing.
2: That is yeah. correct.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, can
0: we learn about all this history at that website that you mentioned?
3: Yeah, we have we have some of that information on there, and we're okay. and we're uh, going to gear back up and start doing more talks and and stuff like that. Um, I personally feel really strongly about saving the water tower.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, however, I, I, that's not my decision to make. You know, right. uh, That's a decision for the citizens of Brainer to make themselves, and my job as an elected official is to help do the work and help get all the information that we can get. To, so that people have the ability to to support their decision okay. so it's really important right now that you know we, we go back and we look at everything and then we do the work to try and figure out what are the steps we got to take to compare apples to apples because the other thing is tearing it down is going to cost a lot of money I, and I, I think people will be surprised how much that price tag is going to be because okay. this is a very structurally sound uh, uh, building right and uh, you know we're basically going to have to go in there with cranes and jackhammers and take it down piece by piece
0: don't say that we don't want to go that way <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, here's the deal I, and i keep saying this I, I i want people to see side by side what it'll cost for a roof and what it'll cost for tearing it down and then hopefully that kind of uh, moves us in in the direction that that i'm hopeful for
1: Okay. Yeah. uh i gotta ask because i'm just curious what's on the inside I mean, I see a little window there. Obviously, there must be steps up to the top, or tell us what's inside that that edifice.
2: Well, what there is is there's a pipe that leads up to the top of the bowl, and that was the way Brainerd got his water tower back in the early 1900s, and other than that, it's, it's an open space with a spiral staircase that leads to the top of the observation deck, and then from the observation deck, there is a ladder inside that goes up to the bottom of the bowl, and then there's a 50-foot aluminum ladder
3: (laughs) that the city employees climb to uh, change the flags on the flagpole.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, my okay. goodness.
3: Yeah, I had to climb that ladder uh, last summer, and let me tell you what, it, it changed my mind about ladders. <laughs> I, am, I am anti-ladders. At this <laughs> time.
0: Well, that's neat cause so <laughs> many people drive by that and think, I wonder what's inside that yeah. thing and what it looks like. That's great. Well, thank you.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: I think there's, what do we call it, 112 steps? I, I think 12, there is, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: 112 wow. steps.
3: Those are original steps.
1: Now, oh, wait a minute. You said observation deck.
2: Well, that's the the ring around the, the bottom of the bowl that uh, has a the turret on it, if I'm using the right terminology.
1: Yeah, let's go with that. Can
2: stand on there and look out and see a long way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You can yeah. see all the way to Pillager,
0: Gull
3: Lake, oh, yeah. and uh, Fort Ripley from up there.
0: That's incredible.
3: Yeah, and we've got some videos of that as well. We went up there uh, one time last summer. Took some videos and some pictures to kind of give people a view from up there. So originally, uh, because it was a you know an actual water tower full of water, the you'd go to the observation deck and then there was a ladder to get to the roof. Um, after they took out the water, they actually built a hatch on the inside, so you get to the top and then you climb up a ladder to a hatch, and then once you're inside that bowl, it's a you know it's a giant cup with 40 foot walls. Wow. Yeah.
1: Fascinating. Yeah. Now, uh it would be fun if, To go in it? No. <laughs> yes. And I was thinking of that as an incentive to make donations, ah. if you
3: will. Well, I, you'd have to talk to the lawyers about that. Ah, uh, <laughs> I, I the knew,
1: knew there would be a legal team involved somehow. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Amazing. Well, that's cool.
1: Yeah. All right, so the biggest thing at this point is finding out... Uh, where to go forward from here how much damage as you said uh what eventually we'll know a price tag of how much it'll cost to fix it and then you'll be able to do a side by side with the cost of demolition which um like you said uh dave it's probably going to surprise a lot of people
3: yeah and that's that's the big thing right now is you know initially when we were looking at it uh the price was i think 1. Point six or something along those lines 1.6 million um since we've gotten in there and we've looked at it we've kind of uh, dwindled a lot of that stuff down because a lot of that was cosmetic type stuff okay you know obviously those are things that we can do I- in the long run we can you know those are things we can push out 15 years mm-hmm. if we're talking about you know the windows and stuff on the inside the real concern is that bowl and yeah. just making sure it's not going to crack and that means a roof and that means that uh, that's a that's an obtainable goal
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was just going to say what's your feeling about how this is going to go?
3: Well, my feeling is that it's it, that it's going to go great and, and we're going to get to a point and I think uh uh once we're there and I think once people kind of see that number that will that will kind of move the process uh a little bit. But you also got to understand that you know right now with COVID and everything that's happened um you know th- it, we're in a different world mm-hmm. and Right. We need to be cautiously optimistic, and that's why we're asking people that are passionate about it or do feel that they want to see it saved. It, it's good to see public support. So every little dollar, <clears throat> excuse me, every little dollar that we can raise um, shows that the public is interested. And so right now we're we're over twenty thousand dollars in in small donations. You know, twenty twenty dollars, five dollars, uh, tiny little donations from people that is showing support. Um, but that in, that long term goal and that long term. Uh, dollar amount is going to be uh, quite higher. So we're going to have to find bigger sources.
0: Sure. Yeah. And playing the devil's advocate, if this does not come to fruition, if it does not happen and we are not able to save it, what happens to that those donations?
3: So anything that uh, is earmarked at over $250, mm-hmm. um, if someone sends us a check and they specifically say that they'd like to see that money returned, um, we are allowing that to be returned. Okay. Um, otherwise, we have earmarked the rest of those funds um, that are just small donations that we can't keep track of. Uh, those are, are earmarked to go to Brainerd uh, Restoration. Okay.
0: okay, very good. Yeah. So it'll still be toward downtown Brainerd.
1: Okay, Okay, last couple of questions. Uh, Is there any kind of a timeline on this process?
2: Well, the the plans and specifications will be done probably the fall or spring or summer of 2021. Okay. State Historical Society has a review process that takes time within our process. So uh, the plans will not be done until probably the summer of 2021. And and once that's taken care of, then we can look at uh, going out for bid. And in the meantime, we can get a a rough cost estimate and proceed with fundraising.
1: Okay. And you are fundraising now. And how do people make a contribution? Is there a link on the website or simply do we mail that to someone?
3: There is a link on the website. I just found out yesterday that it needs to be updated, so I will be updating that link if anyone has been trying to make donations through that. Otherwise, you can send uh, donations to Brainerd Community Action, um, and that will actually, because of my other hat, will come directly (laughs) to uh, our organization, and uh, we are the fiduciary uh, agent for the Water Tower Committee, Mm. so we will be holding those funds
1: very good sounds
0: good And in the meantime we'll just say hang on there little bull we're coming (laughs)
3: yeah the
0: one
3: the one thing to note is that the council had set a sunset date of october of 2020 for the committee um in order to raise funds
0: that's right
3: Um, that is still in place Mm. and they still have earmarked three hundred thousand dollars for the demolition of the water tower um and that is still in place okay so uh you know, that's a council decision. The decision to extend it or what to do with it moving forward, that comes down from the council. Um, so we're hopeful that when we when we get to the next couple of months, uh, they'll see the progress that we're making and uh, we can extend it to where we can get to the final dollar amount.
0: Sounds good. Okay.
3: And if anybody is
2: interested, the committee meets every third Wednesday of the month, and we sit down and we discuss uh, plans, we discuss uh fundraising opportunities and anybody from the public is welcome to attend.
1: Where do you hold those meetings and what time?
2: Uh Dave, I'll let you handle that one. <laughs>
3: so it is it is at six o'clock. Currently we are at uh the Brainerd Fire Hall um and that's because of the construction at city hall so uh coming up in the next month or two uh city hall will be opening back up and we will be holding them there for the time being it is at the brainerd fire hall six o'clock on the third
1: wednesday of the month very good well gentlemen thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us about the efforts to preserve the brainerd historic water tower we wish you best of luck and we want to have you back later Maybe uh, early next year or maybe this fall, we'll see how the timeline works out to give us an update, okay?
3: That's right. That sounds great. We appreciate it. Thank you. Get out your checkbook, and maybe I can get you up to the top of
0: it. Now we're
1: talking. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Love it. All right, Dave and Paul, thank you very much. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you. You as well. Thank you.
1: Brainerd Mayor Dave Badeau with us this morning, as well as Paul Skogan, who is a member of the Brainerd Water Tower Committee. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available on our website anytime. You can listen to it there at 1067wjjy.com, and it's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You
0: can also listen through our free downloadable app. That is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.